We have like a subscriber, I think. We have some. I find out occasionally <laughs> when people message me about stuff. Yeah. Usually when something's like wrong. We could introduce a correction section for that, but it sounds like a lot you of work. Can't. You underestimate Kay's. Um... Well, you wouldn't be editing it. We would literally just say, and now it's time for corrections, and we could say what people corrected us on. We never have like, to address them. Yeah. <laughs> we just allow people to yell at us. Yeah. That sounds very similar. Then we similar. describe them back. Sounds very similar to another podcast, Nanners. I think. Yeah, I know. I think you're encouraging on their thing. Yeah. De- oh, definitely. I, hey, I'm not kissing anyone on the cheek, so. This got weird. You should listen kiss. to that podcast. Yeah, I guess we're Bottle Fusion. Things got weird already. Find all of our content at bottlefuchsia.com, streams at mixer.com slash bottlefuchsia, videos and archives of streams at youtube.com slash bottlefuchsia. And then we have a uh, shot of fuchsia every Friday on theouterhaven.net. So you can find it on uh, their website or their YouTube channel. So check us out there. Facebook and Twitter at bottlefuchsia. On FuchsiaCast number 49, we're so close tonight. We have Kay. Hello. Aaron. Hey. You're alive. It's good. I am. I'm back. Brady. Hi. Anners. Hello. And I am John. So, Aaron, you've been gone for about a it, month. It's been a while, yeah. So, let's uh, lead off with you because you were saving stuff for Nanners and Nanners was saving <laughs> stuff for you. So was it talk about was it all, just all golf story? Is that all that we uh, <laughs> we saved? Uh, golf story, and I think we saved some Odyssey talk. Oh, okay. I don't know that we saved a whole lot of that, but <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think I talked about it that much. At least you might have been my absence, John. Oh, maybe. Well, uh, let's circle back on golf story. Then, are you yeah. how far into that are you? So I unfortunately haven't picked that up much recently with mm. getting Odyssey. I've been playing a heck of a lot of that. Um, but I am on the second course, and I've been doing the... No, I'm on the third course, rather. And I'm doing the Frisbee golf stuff that's there. Yeah, that was that was a, a fun addition, I thought. They, they've been incorporating, mm-hmm. as you go through the game, there's uh, Frisbee golf is in there, or... No, I'm sorry, that's ultimate frisbee or disc golf or i don't know what they prefer for that to be called they're very particular about it golf is what they prefer because it's it's a disc it's not a frisbee right right um mini golf is in there uh Mm -hmm. there are a couple places where you can play mini golf um there's lawn bowling at one point i'm i'm definitely farther in the game than you are i I forget what course i'm on but okay I, i think i'm getting near to the end now it's it's my my go-to game when i'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep at night so been making progress there but it is uh it is surprisingly good i'm, I'm enjoying it a whole lot i think it's just i think i made nanners do this last time so i'm going to make you do it try and describe what golf story is 
Golf Story is uh, kind of a traditional RPG where your actions are all golf related. So uh, you run around, you talk to people, you get quests and side quests, and to complete those you are usually doing some form of golf. You're going somewhere, you drop a ball, you use a club to hit it at a target. Uh, sometimes you have to play through an entire course. You're obviously, your guy's trying to become a pro golfer. I think that's the overall uh, story. So it's, that's it. It's a, it's a game where uh, it, it's an RPG with, uh, with golf is your main way of interacting with the world. And uh, after we first got it, Nanners, you were like, I, I want them to have other story. I'd like a baseball story, which I think would be, that would fit too, like into the formula. It would be awesome. Yeah. I, I think that one would have to be a little different because I, I don't know if you could just like toss a ball up in the air everywhere and just like hit it with a bat. Well, that's what I don't you know do. If that the, would be like a mechanic. That's what you do with the golf balls in this game. It you is. You literally it is. can just drop a ball anywhere, anywhere where you are and hit it at anything. That is. That's how you solve problems. That, that, yeah. Yes. So no, you did. Yeah, you could just toss a baseball up in the air and hit it at whatever. I think a football would definitely be the funniest. You just pull a football out of nowhere and just like hurl it at things or kick it at things. Or just randomly tackle stuff. Yeah. So you just pull out a football and get sacked immediately. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's uh it's very good. It's on the um the video game awards, it's in the indie category, isn't it? I don't know. After seeing some of those nominations, I <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Are we giving that any up. credit? No, we never do. They okay, should good. never get any credit. Only when they the shit hydrobot is on is when he gets credit for anything. Yeah. He's not there this year, so it's not no. real to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently missed that meme. Uh, on the video game awards last year, they had a man in a chick hydro razor costume. <laughs> And he the hydrobot. was yes, the hydrobot was there, <laughs> and he yes, he basically became a meme because why would Love you have shark, a giant yeah. razor mascot at your video game awards? Because that category was sponsored by Schick, so you obviously got to represent the brand. What category was it? Like smoothest face? <laughs> I think it's indies game actually. Games. At least this oh, at least this year, I think they. It probably was last year too. I don't. Don't remember because I never. They're indies, Nanners. They don't have enough money for their own award category. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how award categories work. <laughs> At the Keeleys, it is. Uh. The Keeleys. Uh, so yeah, uh, over the past month, when I wasn't dying so badly that I couldn't play, I, 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 there was literally a while there where I couldn't do anything. I just laid on the couch and was miserable. But I played a lot of Golf Story. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is absolutely fantastic. It is as good as everybody says it is. There's no, yeah. no overhype in my opinion here. It's just fantastic. How far along are you in that? Uh, I had just gotten to the Food Kingdom, whatever that is. I forget what it's called. Okay. And that's where I've left off. Um, I spent a lot of time in the previous kingdoms rounding up moons, though. So I was I was trying to get as many as I could before I moved on, but there are so many in every kingdom. There's like, what, over 900 in the entire game? Yep. So they went all Korok Seed on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's you... an organized list and hints of where things are. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you also cannot get every moon until you beat the game and something happens. So before you beat the game, don't spend a lot of time trying to find moons in certain areas because you just won't. Yeah, basically when you stop tripping over them every like two minutes in a world, (laughs) it's time to move on. Move on, yeah. Uh, There are two endings, right? Uh, You have to have over like 500 moons to get the quote-unquote good ending. I think that's what I I don't know. So... But yeah, that, that game is great, and I'm personally still trying to figure out if it's going to be that or Breath of the Wild for my game of the year this year. And it's a tough call for me. Yep, game of the year is going to be hard. Yep, and we will be getting there. In January, thank yep, God. January. Um, okay, and then outside of that, Destiny 2. Boy, boy, if we had some, some Destiny 2 times <laughs> together. Radial. We attempted some raids, all right. We, we did. We are sure learning each part of the raid one week at a time. Yeah. One week at a time. Just in time for the reset every week. Yep. Eventually, we'll get to put it all together. We got really good at the flower room. So Hey, we got really good at the like sprinting around in a circle room, too. Yeah, Until, I feel like the yeah, gauntlet I'm, we would be good at again, but the flower one with the dogs would take some... I'm some time. concerned about that one right. going back, yeah. Well, well mean, at least we know not we'll to crawl right. now. We, yeah. <laughs> we know we go faster yeah. when we don't crawl. Pro tip, if you're playing Destiny 2 in the raid in the gardens area, you can walk. You don't have to crouch walk everywhere. Yep. Yeah, don't sprint is the, the only it's thing the key, you need to worry yeah. about. Yep. Yep. Some guide said to crouch, right? That's why we were doing that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Two separate videos I watched showed everybody crouching. Now, yeah. they looked a lot more... Uh, I don't know, organized. <laughs> totally unnecessary, though. It yeah. was way better. Not also, our, our strategy there at the end of not taking down any dogs until we were at like, yeah, the final round. Yeah, try to them all alive. Yeah. That was or huge. as many as you can, yeah. Yep. All the pro Destiny 2 raid <laughs> tricks. Uh, and then we, we didn't even try the baths yet, so that's going to be a new painful experience. What are you guys doing after the podcast? Want to get wet? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could be up for that. Short. Is it, it? It's reset already, so we we would start there, wouldn't we? Uh, Which one's the yes. first one now? Yeah, we would. If it cycled in that order, yes. Okay. I, I think it did because our our first week was the gardens, and then yep. the second week was the gauntlet. Yep. So yeah, this this should be on the baths now. You're right. Then we have the boss. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, yeah, uh, that's gonna be a thing. You know, learning it one at a time. So when we finally put it all together, it'll be like three hours to run through those three things, and then the boss will take us eight. Yep. <laughs> and that will most likely be all of extra life this year. <laughs> Probably. Speaking of, just just to throw it out there, we're going to be doing extra life. We we moved it since I was epically sick when it was supposed to happen. So starting at 8 a.m. on December 9th is going to be our 24-hour Extra Life Marathon. Yep, moving it when, moving it to a time when Aaron could basically lead it seemed ideal, considering I think you like it the most out of any of us. I do, yeah. <laughs> it well, seemed I, kind of was... silly to do it without you. <laughs> the, the whole thing was Deb's idea in the first place five years ago. So When you first were like, oh, you can just... Can like can you just host it at your house? I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. I'm like, and it's gonna be me on a couch 
<laughs> for like hours? Well, I figured no, other people will drop by. You will have the, yeah, the special guests. But there's that we a lot of have. 24 hours is a long time. Yeah, to solo, yeah, no, I know. Uh, Nanners, you have a list here. I do. Um, Pick one or two. <laughs> <laughs> We're capping uh, you. <laughs> yeah. So Kay and I decided to play a bunch of VR the other day. Um, is that like every day? No, it's not because a lot of that VR stuff is just really bad. Um, we had a discussion in our Slack channel the other day about VR shovelware, and my God, there's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually surprising, though, because every once in a while you find a game that's really good that you did not expect. Um, so I'll talk about Evil Robot Traffic Jam HD, which, if I had to guess, that is a mobile title. And someone decided, like, hey, we should make this into a VR game. So they did. Um, it is a tower defense game where cars... I Like, I don't understand what, what is actually going on if you're the robot or if the cars are the robot or anything that is going on. But cars come down a road and you have to blow them up with turrets that you're placing. So it's GTA. I mean, no, it's a tower defense game. <laughs> it's um, a GTA mod. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, but no. I mean, fair. Um, th- to be fair, GTA Online is still like the top grossing online game. Yeah. This year. So that's that's still so weird. I actually played a little bit of that too, but I'm not ready to talk about that because that's. That's a whole thing that we got to unpack at some point. Um, Were you getting ready for Red Dead Redemption 2, which will just be that? <laughs> it, it'll just be horses instead of cars, but yeah, they still much. like explode and stuff. You get like jetpack horses, you can fly around and custom paint jobs on them. Yeah. Um, so I sent you guys a link to this game so you can see the video and the screenshots to kind of see what I'm talking about. So if you're listening at home, just Google it. Yeah. Evil Robot Traffic Jam. It's on Steam. HD. Not the normal one. I don't know where that is. That's probably like... It sounds like a mobile title. They normally stick HD on the end when they take it to another platform. Yeah. So looking at this game... Like, I got this game in a VR bundle from... My favorite part is the, like, totally not Bender. (laughs) Yeah, robot Robot. that, that is, like, the mascot. Um, so based on that picture, I'd assume the robots are driving the cars and you're trying to stop them. It would make sense. The thing is, at least in one level, they just get to the end of a traffic jam and just like kind of sit there. So you're trying to prevent the robots from getting stuck in traffic by blowing them up, I guess. I, 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 I don't know, but the game's actually kind of cool because in VR, even weird graphics like these look cool. So, like, this is semi-low poly. All the textures are pretty basic. But you can kind of just, like, sit there on your floor in the middle of a city having, like, traffic flow around you and be building towers. And it's kind of neat. I don't know. So it's I sort of like it. So it's like playing with Hot Wheels and yeah. turrets. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering yeah. what the perspective would be for VR. So it's like a you're interacting with the board game kind of then. Yes, very much so. You're playing um, on your rug. <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, Kate bought me a rug that has, like, the little roads that nice. go throughout it. 
um, because she wanted a rug for in front of my workbench in the basement. So I actually have one of those down there. So I'm set. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Th- this game has like a weird sort of like nostalgia feel to it. A lot of things in VR do of like you feel like you're playing with toys as a kid again, more so than like playing a video game. And that's kind of how this feels. So I dig it. It's like a dollar ninety seven right now in the Steam sale. So if you have VR, maybe go pick it up. Maybe don't. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> it's not great. If you're really into tower defense games, maybe get it. But otherwise, eh. Can you just like swat your hand and knock everything over? Like, does that work? No, you oh. can't. Okay. That should be a feature in certain games like this, though. Of like every once in a while, you can just like flip all the stuff over. Right. Um. But no, there, there's no interaction. The one bad thing about this game is you can't walk around as far as I can tell. Like, you can't teleport around the map. You can move around in the play space, but there is no, like, actual moving ability. So you're kind of, like, in a fixed position just looking around. It is what it is. Do you have trouble reaching things that way? No, because you're just pointing at everything to, like, place turrets. Uh. I think it'd be cooler if you had some sort of inventory where you're actually like grabbing them and setting them down. Um, you do that in some of the like VR simulation type games, but in this, you're really just pointing at stuff. Hmm. Did you find that one in a pack or just yeah. randomly? Or that that was in a pack with a bunch of other stuff. I've been buying a lot of the VR packs just to kind of see what people are doing because some of it is interesting like this game is kind of neat but uh, on its own it's seven dollars and i guess on other mobile platforms it's seven dollars i would not pay seven dollars for this game by itself like i i don't think there's necessarily enough value there but you know as as part of like a dollar or five dollar um indie gala or bundle stars or whatever they're called now bundle you know it's worth it so are those bundles mostly full of shovelware oh yeah they're a hundred percent shovelware um i think i have like 200 vr titles right now 171 nice and most of it is just shovelware you get things like not not to put anyone on blast but here are some titles that come right after evil robot traffic jam there's fancy fishing vr there's fancy skiing vr there's fancy slingshot vr so fancy there's fancy, that's not spelled right at all, Trangrams. I, I think that's supposed to be, yeah. Trangrams. Trangrams. <laughs> They're all trams. We're avoiding copyright infringement here. It's Trangrams. Yeah. Is there any fancy it's a Chinese feast in there? Ex- Just, huh? <laughs> there is no fancy okay. feast, unfortunately. Do you have um, to wear your tux when you play these titles? Yeah, <laughs> the VR system enough. actually uh, detects it. Wait, this one's called Doritos VR Battle. Hold on a second. No, I'll be back. No more it's Doritos not as good games. as fancy nope. Doritos no. VR Battle. Oh, my God. It's actually a Doritos game. No, let, no more Doritos games. Let, let Aaron <laughs> talk about the dangers of Doritos video no. games. <laughs> it's, it's Crash Course and Crash Course 2. No, no more. Oh, if there were a Crash Course VR, that's a... That's a series. <laughs> I like that in this this Doritos VR game, your fingers are covered in red. <laughs> <laughs> so you ate a lot of Doritos or murdered someone? One of the two. Maybe both. Murdered them with Doritos. Slowly. 
They're murdering oh, here. us all. Oh, those are never mind. Wait, Final soccer. I thought that was fancy soccer. In this Doritos game. <laughs> I just want to let you like remind Good. you all too. Like you, you, you told him he's allowed to talk about two games. So you used one of your games. Damn it, Kay. <laughs> yep. That's one. Yeah. Yep. That was two. I'm done. Yeah. You blew it. <laughs> uh, I. I'm, I'm, you can keep talking. We'll fix it in both. Agree to d- disagree. You know it's. I don't think this counts as a game, so go ahead. <laughs> is um, marketing a game? <laughs> to someone there it is. There was that Yaris game that you and Frank played quite a lot of in like Xbox. I yes. forgot about that. It was yeah. free. Yaris Racing. I sure played that because it was free. Is <laughs> a Yaris game? Yeah. Yeah. So for free racing. Remember like going fast. Re- yep, yeah. Remember oh, that you had- car? <laughs> Leah has one. We we still have one oh. today. It's uh, not fast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's racing in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it actually had, I believe, like a laser cannon on top. So you'd like fire things at targets. And I don't to be think fair, she got that upgrade. You're no. just racing other. Optional package. To be fair, you're just racing others. So they're you're all the same speed, so it might feel fast. Yeah, it's relative. Oh no, you're not racing other Yaris's, John. Go look at a gameplay video to see what you're racing because it's way better. Is it Beatles? Is uh, this like Beetle Adventure Racing? No, it's spiritual successor. I'd love Beetle Adventure Racing. I would definitely yeah. play spiritual successor. I rem- I remember you thinking you were going to get a lot of money to trade that yeah, in. Yeah, when I traded that EP in, because it was such yep. a good game. And they offered and they're like, 50. we'll give you $5. And I'm no, like, mm, was, I'm good. It was like cents, wasn't it? Or no? No, was, no I think it was like 5 bucks. And I was EP like, ah, nah. Offered me 50 cents for Shaq Fu. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the the plastic it came in was worth more. You could recycle it and get yeah. more money. Um. I'll just talk about one other title real quick. Oh, you race sumo which, wrestlers. Okay. Yeah, you race sumo wrestlers on little bikes. Yep, Yaris racing. And you can fire lasers at them. Um, look so forward, I played... I look forward to the backwards compatibility on Xbox One when oh, they finally get God. there for that one. You can play that Don't in the sneaking the games. Day. Just keep it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I played a, uh, another crappy VR title called Panzer Panic VR. You have two minutes. <laughs> And I didn't know what that was going to be. So I started it and I was in a tank slowly moving forward and I slowly ran into a wall and I could never do anything else but fire my cannon vaguely in the direction of enemies. Did you panic when you hit the wall? I think that's what you were Uh, supposed to do. No. So I restarted it and then I had hands and there were two levers now on the tank that I could grab and move. And then I panicked because that game doesn't make you feel really well when you're using levers to make a tank spin really fast and fly around a map. Um, and then there was some panic involved. Uh, that game's horrible. I don't. I don't know. Like, sorry if the developer of that game happens to be listening, but like that game is not fun. Like that's that's a bad scene. So you where you're looking is where your turret's aiming. You click in the one pad to fire your turret or zoom, depending on which hand it is. And then you actually have to like hold down the triggers and like move levers back and forth to move your tank and turn it and stuff. So cool concept and the execution of like, yeah, that was a mobile game. 
actual tank controls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> actual tank controls are not fun, apparently. We all learned that in Resident Evil. Yeah. Wow. You did that in one minute. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than that game deserves. So there we go. Once again, every two weeks, Nanner's completely selling why everyone should get VR. <laughs> you know, one of these weeks, I'm going to talk about the good games I'm actually playing, but like they're always the same ones versus there's just all this bullshit I can talk about instead. So I, I can only play so much Rec Room and Job Simulator. They updated Job Simulator, didn't they? Yeah. Some kinds of new stuff. No, is I that, feel like it's... Is that in there, or is the update coming? The update's out. They added uh, infinite mode, so you can just play forever, and it'll just like give you random stuff to do, like random tasks, which I think Brady specifically asked for that at some point when we were playing it um, with like the auto thing, so that you could just listen to the fake NPR station yes. forever. <laughs> so they heard your request, and they went and made that. Sweet. Fake car talk. <laughs> yep. And I feel like the situation with VR is, uh, it reminds me of the Wii because it had the whole motion control thing. It was nice and new and whatnot. And all they did was just put out shovelware for it just by the by the ton. So nobody wanted to I, put any effort in. They just wanted the quick buck. I would go out on a limb and say most of the shovelware for Wii is better than the shovelware for VR yeah. because that shovelware would not make you motion sick at least. Well, yeah, it's a good point. So... It would make you sick of motion controls. <laughs> not motion That sick, is true. So. That is true. Kay, what have you been up to for the past two weeks? Um, so I played some games in VR. Uh-oh. <laughs> tell us all about it. Yeah, tell about good? your VR games. <laughs> no, actually, really good. Um, I think you guys would probably like I Expect You to Die. Um, okay. That is a, I guess you would almost say like an adventure game-ish puzzle, like an adventure puzzle game in VR. Um, imagine Job Simulator, like like where like you're kind of standing in a spot and you have all these tools you can use, um, except for like people trying to kill you and you have to figure out puzzles that you don't really know where like the puzzles are like you, like there's a drawer and you know you have you know probably have to open the drawer but you don't know how to open the drawer you have to like kind of find like a switch or like a puzzle to open it and um that's a really fun game and that's like the scenario is like james bond villain yeah like you're left to die in yes. this is totally going to work yeah until you find your way out yeah. through whatever means yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's very much like a really good escape room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that's what it makes me think of a lot. Yeah. That's a that's a better explanation for it. Uh so I played um a fair amount of that and that's really fun. Um and and I also played uh um Stop Talking Nobody Explodes and that those two games are very similar in that like when you do good at them you feel like you're like really accomplished at it like yeah like i'm a badass i could do this in real life and be awesome so if you if you stop talking nobody explodes 
Is that the? Did they change that? I I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> you were really close on the title this time. We'll give it okay. to you. Yeah, you were. You were. Circle off, gets the square. It's one, all right. One word. Right. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. Like my brain just rolls by. Like, yep, that's the title. <laughs> that's how my brain talking goes. explodes. Yeah. That's all we got. Okay. It, it's it's all there. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Okay. It's a uh, completely I, different game. I wish we had a running tally on how many titles that game actually <laughs> has. <laughs> because I feel like we've come up with some good ones, never remembering the actual words that go in that title. Yeah. Well, whatever. So that's that plus Wolfenstein is pretty much all I've been up to. Did you go back and play any of the stuff they added? The like three additional chapters that are happening? Uh, like- I, I did not because I went back and wanted to choose another person. Oh, okay. And either I'm an idiot, which is the most likely scenario, or when you do that, it overwrites your previous save. Like, I could thought you could have two saves, but I can't. Um, so I'm currently going back and I'm replaying again so that I can finish the game. Then I want to go back and do the Enigma stuff and the side missions and the, the add-ons. Yeah, because I saw they released like an episode zero yeah. that's setting up for uh, the three upcoming like full episodes. Yes, and uh, for... I Probably, Aaron, you won't, won't play it, but uh, Nanners, uh, the first like level, and I don't... I don't really know what they consider a level. I guess it's just the whole U-boat part where you're in the wheelchair is currently free. Um, oh. And mm-hmm. your save file will carry over if you buy the full version. So you can wow. play the first level, and then if you choose to buy it at that point, you can just continue from from that part. Why am I not That's playing that? Because I just abused. didn't think you probably would. You didn't play... You didn't play Doom, did you, or the other Wolfenstein? I played Doom. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't played through the first Wolfenstein, though, no. Okay. I, I own it, and I haven't played through it yet. Okay. It is also 30 bucks, 50% off right now on Steam, which is pretty significant for like a, a, a new fairly game. new game. Yeah. 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 And one that's actually like good. Yeah. And also, <laughs> if you don't want to play through the first one, they pretty much recap the entire game in like a five-minute, like scene in the beginning yeah and it hits the points that matter yeah yeah i'm excited they're adding stuff to that game it's a nice reason to go back the enigma mission stuff is just kind of meh yeah i don't know i i got angry at them like spending a whole lot of time like in a giant firefight and then dying and it completely starts it over like there's Mm. no checkpoint in them and that kind of made me angry. Yeah, I can see that. Brady, how about you? What have you been up to? The huge, really. Um, not much new. So I'd actually had a question. Um, Path of Exile, does that have a like a new expansion or did I just miss an expansion? There's like path of I miss one. path of a cult uh, oct- oct- something with an O. Uh, Orioth. Orioth. Yeah, that was the last the last one. <laughs> he broke and, his brain. Uh, 
That's the one that added a bunch of new acts. Okay. Is that the one that uh, came out around like June, July, like E3 time? Or were they just talking yeah. about it then? I think there was something at E3 and it came out shortly after it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and they're still adding more content and talking about, you know, future expansions and stuff. So, Like that and kind Warframe of, are the games that won't die. Yeah. And, and not that I'm saying they should. Like, it's just, it's awesome to see that, like, uh, like, you know, like, John and I are like, ooh, they added new stuff to Wolfenstein, and that is a fairly new game, and it's like, uh, you know, whatever. And then here's, like, Path of Exile that's, like, how old now? Yeah. And, like, Destiny 2, there's new DLC that I have to buy for $20, like, two months yep. after release, right. where Path You're of welcome. Exile is, like... <laughs> Years later, they're still just putting out free updates. Yeah, yeah I, I will say for as much as we give games shit, because like there is a lot of problems with things like loot boxes or like you know DLC that comes out kind of too soon after the base game. There are all there are all these games that like you're seeing stuff you know years later, still getting updates and still getting new content. And a lot of it is free, so. Didn't Diablo 2 get patched last year? Yeah, like it did. Like two years yeah. ago. <laughs> I mean, there's, for that if matter. there's a community behind it, they'll keep it alive. And I feel like free-to-play games usually get bigger communities because it's... Free-to-play. It's free, yep. yeah. People yeah. are going to stay involved in it longer. Maybe for that matter, Wolf, uh, World of Warcraft 2 also has like expansions coming out still, and that's actually paid. Yeah, you pay uh, for the expansion and the monthly fee. <laughs> that actually reminded me, uh, a game that I played recently that was new to me, uh, StarCraft 2. Oh. It's now free. that went yeah. free to play, like a big chunk of it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I just never picked it up because I was intimidated by the multiplayer i guess yeah it's it's not great if you're not really good because people are really good at starcraft as it turns out (laughs) i like the single player though that's more my speed yeah like you don't have to just maximize all your keyboard macros and shit you can just kind of play and read stuff and figure out what things do yeah I uh, i spent limited time with that when it first came out and the multiplayer was just so it dejected me so hard and yeah yeah, yeah i'm never going to touch multiplayer downright inaccessible like the game was basically given to me cuz it was just my friend was like i want someone to play with and i was like all right i mean i guess i was never into the original starcraft at all so we'll see how this goes nope yep nope none of this <laughs> got to get and your interesting up. playing through it now I'm like, look at all these, you know, heroes storm of the storm characters. characters. <laughs> <laughs> they sure um, did start in StarCraft first. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Other than that, really just, you know, Destiny 2, um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. And then on the Vita, I'm still uh, trucking along in Trails of Cold Steel 2. How long before Destiny 2 has a hero in Heroes of the Storm? Because Activision. Yeah, I was wondering that cross-play. You know, it's on the Battle.net client. It's owned by Activision. Yeah. Who, who do you think they'd bring over first? Cade. Cade, probably. One hundred percent. Definitely. Cade. Yeah, that makes. Sense. Although that might be expensive, voice-wise and stuff. It just reuses voice clips. Yeah, that's true. 
then they could charge a lot for the uh the announcer version of kate i don't know if you guys have played recently but you can select which announcer you want for the game oh so like alarak um which was voice i wish conman was here now but the actor that did q on star trek oh fuck um oh yeah it's that guy i forget his name conman will message me later to yell at me but uh (laughs) yeah so that's like a premium one that you have to like buy but it's so good. That was so. always the thing that I wish I could get into Dota 2 because they had the Bastion guy, narrator, yeah. as the announcer in that game, and that sounded awesome. I usually just pick Murky <laughs> because there's no, like, definable words. It's just, like, <laughs> war garble. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I've been in sort of the same boat. Uh, lots of time in Destiny been playing through super mario odyssey got credits once working my way back through all of the worlds what's I credits back to the beginning like game end credits you know game like oh, the thing you see in the era bunch yeah it's a bunch of names <laughs> okay i thought I, I we were talking about kind of like free to play games and i thought you meant like oh. oh i got credits so that like you know like you know i can play or something oh. like, nintendo fun box. boxes yeah uh, odyssey loot boxes i spoiler <laughs> fought bowser and saw what? some credits <laughs> Oh my god, I'm never going to play that game now. He's the bad guy in that? What? I know, right? He's the one having the wedding. How can he be the bad guy? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So, working my way back through that, there is certainly plenty left over and plenty more to do after you beat the game. Um, Go ahead. Have you started using the amiibo to try to get it to give you hints where it's stu- where moons are that you haven't gotten yet? No, I put an amiibo on that like once. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this is the Link amiibo. You basically don't get anything for that. Oh, you <laughs> like, do. You'll get a hint. You just have to wait longer. Right. Yeah. So, I got one costume out of a, out of an amiibo. It was the 8-bit Mario one. Gave me a but, classic Mario costume. The thing that I like about that, with this game at least, is anything you unlock through Amiibos in that game, you can just unlock through progression as well. Mm-hmm. So like, it pops it off early, but if you just keep playing, you'll get it anyway. Yep. Which is nice. That's what Amiibos should be. Yeah. The Metroid 2, you get an entire game mode if you have an Amiibo. Yeah, that's, that's the, the that's hard mode, so right? so fucked up. Yeah, that's... That's a little far. You you can't unlock that at all otherwise? You, no. Even if you beat the game? Mm-mm. I don't think wow. so. I could be wrong, but I thought that was how that was. Yeah, I want to verify that. But yeah, that that's completely the wrong way to do that. It's old, right? Uh, I installed Animal Crossing Pocket Camp on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yay. How is that? I... I have I never really got into Animal Crossing that much. So it's kind of new to me. And I don't You were so unsure there. I feel like Animal Crossing was always this exact game except now it's just in like a camping setting instead of like a town where it's, you know, go to an area, shake the trees, get the fruit, wait forever. I'm it seems like every mobile game ever now, but I guess they were kind of the first ones to do it in a not mobile way. 
Uh, I got kind of frustrated with it, though, because uh, the three separate times I've tried to play, I just get connection errors and just yeah, drop of out of the game server issues entirely, which kind of ruins it. Yeah, uh, that's every, terrible. Every time I stop playing, it's because I got a connection error. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm done now. Something. Have you guys heard of the uh, mobile game HQ? Yes. Have you been I've... Have you been playing that? No, have you? Yeah, I have been. Interesting. So HQ is a trivia game that... Ha- it's like a live trivia game on your phone that happens at 3 o'clock and 9 o'clock Eastern time. And this man, Scott, is the host, and he appears on your phone and reads the questions... And, like, he's definitely interacting, like, reading names and, like, reacting to the number of people in the games. And it's up to, like, 100,000 people a game. Uh, He asks 12 questions. If you get them all right, you split whatever the prize is with however many people also got that. Um, I played through, and I saw one guy win solo. He was the – so he won, like, all $500. Um, so you have to pay to play, or is it ad-based? I have not seen any ads, but they their minimum is like $500 to give away. It links to a PayPal account. So when you start, you just create a, an account, and if you go to cash out, it, you link it to your PayPal account, and it'll just dump the money in there. Huh. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how they're making their money. But I guess if like a couple people give like some amount, it's it's five hundred bucks, you know. Like, if the user base was what? What'd you say? Like a hundred thousand people. Yeah. So yeah, this guy Scott comes on who, <laughs> as Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb put it, seems like a man who they keep in a cage and um, like let out twice a day and just like <laughs> go be funny and read the questions. Uh. Which there was an article too on uh, the Daily Beast that they were going to run an article just like interviewing the host, Scott. And I guess the CEO of HQ found out and like called and like, like grilled the hell out of them about like, you will read me everything he said, everything in this article. Like, you're not allowed to say that. Like, it's kind of crazy. That seems so, needlessly militant for a trivia game. Yeah. It I don't know. Check definitely check out that article though. It was kind of interesting. It's uh out on uh thedailybeast.com. Um Yeah, I signed up cuz y- you said trivia and I was like sold. <laughs> yep. That's all it took. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty fun. Uh, I actually, it's one of two things that I let alerts on my phone. So at three o'clock and nine o'clock, I get an alert and it says like, Hey, the game room's open. What's uh, the other one? Uh, Twitter. I let Wario 64's deal tweets come through. <laughs> Those are the only things that I let alert on my phone. They are time sensitive. Yeah. A lot of them are, especially with price errors. Yeah. It's a fascinating thing. <laughs> and when you play it tomorrow, okay, you will understand why, especially if the host Scott is there. That guy is crazy. 
is it answering uh, i missed that part is it a uh, multiple choice or are you actually typing an answer response uh it's multiple choice three different answers okay well that's not you play the odds on that yeah Uh, yesterday was pretty great. They had technical difficulties, and Scott was just standing there. And he's just like, "Give me the question. <laughs> I can't. I can't give everyone the question if we. I don't see it. Are you guys seeing the question? I'm not seeing a question. <laughs> it was just like, oh, this is terribly awkward, and it's fantastic. Not a live broadcasts. Yep." Uh, I imagine that guy is some sort of like stand-up comic or like something that I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's you know. So, did you think we'd be talking this much about trivia games and Doritos games tonight? No, probably not. While I'm on the uh, mobile game kick, I'm just gonna shout out one other random game: "Hidden My Game by Mom!" Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> That one I've heard of. Just yeah. uh, do yourself a favor and download that one, and you know, and it's it's a puzzle game. That I'll is, leave it at that. That is the one coming to Switch, right? That was on their their it, Nindies showcase at one point. Oh right. Yeah. Yep. Can you can you spell that, John? There, like, say those words in the order they are hidden. Presented my game by mom! Exclamation point. And then there's a second one. And then I also played through My Brother Ate My Pudding, <laughs> which is basically the same characters. And there's there's a bunch more. Like, if you download one, it basically leads you to, like, a treasure of other ridiculously Japanese puzzle games. Wow. This developer has done a lot of things. Some of them are good. <laughs> Behind you is one of them. <laughs> sure. My brother ate my pudding, and it's an escape room. You did not mention the escape room portion. <laughs> no, no. It was assumed with pudding. Right. I mean, what else are you going to do? The sister is chasing you, so you have to escape because you ate the pudding. Oh, my God. So some of the other titles... Uh... <sighs> Uh, there's Hidden My Game by Mom 2. Yep. There is Crazy Pitcher. Yep. There is Crazy Horizontal Bar. Crazy there Free There is Crazy kick. Free Kick. Toast Girl. Toast Girl, yep. Crazy Chaser. I don't want to try and pronounce that word. Crazy Batting Center. There's a Reflexology app that is actually listed here. I don't feel like that one's categorized right. It was a... Uh... Yardle, the one you didn't want to try and pronounce. Yeah. Oh, there's one where it's Tetris, but you're playing Tetris with hands that just have random numbers of fingers going different ways on them. <laughs> so good. My God. It sounds yeah, like a WarioWare. Kind of. It's shockingly fun, and they do some really fun. The mechanics in that game are really fun. They like fuck with you in ways that you don't expect the like you don't expect the game to be that smart i'm getting all these say this again slowly something with your mom <laughs> just google that <laughs> hidden my game by mom 
exclamation point. <laughs> you don't. Well. I did not see an exclamation point in the Android version. Oh no. Yeah, I don't either. It's not as extreme, I guess. Well, to be fair, the app on the iPhone is just called Hidden Game, Hidden Game 2, Ate My Pudding, Free Kick, Toast Girl, Batting, and Yardle. So I guess they have to like shorten the titles. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying it out now. And on day four, the alligator, the game and <laughs> the alligator. So I think this is silly. Oh, the, the music's really good, too. Uh Okay, I'm so, sorry too. If I can't even get keep talking and nobody dies, like how do you expect <laughs> me to get this one right? That's two. Uh, Mom hid my Doritos. Hid my Doritos hid and my... no one dies. <laughs> Hidden my Doritos by trivia and no one dies. Uh so do we do we want to bring this down with the loot? crate talk uh, or is yeah. there enough of that on the no, internet there's we, enough of that yeah i feel like if you're on the internet to get this podcast yeah. you have to have seen this already this podcast yeah. probably came out of a loot box actually <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh no <laughs> one of several We're sorry that you didn't get what options. you actually wanted <laughs> you thought this was going to be my brother and my brother and me surprise oh, oh. <laughs> we're not as funny as them no <laughs> no yeah, loot yeah, boxes are so terrible in the end. Loot boxes are bad. So uh, some of you guys went to PAX Unplugged. Did you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Or yeah. just talk about your favorite thing that you saw there? Yeah, for that, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, let's do favorite things. Because, like, it, it in a lot of ways was a PAX. It was a very nice PAX. It was a but really it was a PAX. good PAX. It, so. Yeah, the, the atmosphere there is a lot more relaxed than the yeah. video game PAXs. You don't... Uh, Kitty pointed out that there are, are no uh, screens everywhere, no flashing lights. It's, a l- it's not nearly as loud. So if you the, ever go to a regular PAX and get like sensory overload, this is a lot easier to deal with. It's a lot yep. nicer. Also, there was Kay. no esports being screamed down your throat either. Yeah. And along with that, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of the toxic community that goes along with a lot of video games was not there and this was so much more of genuinely like-minded individuals just looking to have like a good time playing games yeah it was super chill it it wasn't every aspect of nerd culture tried to shove in one building it was like nope board games yep Yep. yeah you like board games you come over here and be cool about it yeah that's pretty much what it was everyone was pretty cool about it yeah it was yeah it was great so yeah, what 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 would some of your favorite things, Nanners? Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, it's tough to pick stuff out. Like we were just constantly on the move, seeing things, and everything was cool. Yeah, that that is one of the few shows I think I've ever been to where I was actually pretty much interested in like every single booth that was there, and like every single booth or exhibitor had something where it's like, oh, well, that's cool. So. In that way, that show was super <laughs> exhausting for me because mm-hmm. normally at like a PAX or a Comic Con, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about anything here. Like, I don't need a pair of elf ears. Like, I'm good. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Another deck box. Like, I could go for that. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, if I have to pick one favorite thing that I saw, 
uh, someone had uh, Aaron called them Shrinky Dinks because <laughs> they look a lot like Shrinky Dinks, um, but they were like they almost looked like projector transparencies too, if you can kind of picture that. Um, but they were like this sort of see-through material that then had an image printed on them, and they were for uh, tabletop games, specifically like D and D or Warhammer or anything miniature-based. So you could have like an inn, or you could have a carriage, or you could have a boat. And it was just like this piece of plastic that you could lay down on a grid and like, there's your thing. You're good to go. Um, I thought those were super neat, especially because they had monsters, they had heroes, they had buildings, they had vehicles, Mm -hmm. um, both in like fantasy and futuristic stuff. And they weren't super expensive. Um, Unfortunately, I feel like I walked by on Sunday and I didn't see them there. I don't know if I saw them at all Saturday, so I don't know if they were there for a limited time. Maybe they just sold out. I'm but pretty sure I saw them on at least Saturday. But okay, yeah, depending on when you walked by, I'm not sure. They, I, I thought they were there for the entire show. But they might that was, have been. That was a neat stuff. I like that uh, they had spell effect ones too, and the spell effects yep. actually had uh, cheat text on there too to let you know like all the specifics of the spell. So when you yeah, put that and- down. I want to say they mostly had those for D&D 5th edition, but I feel like they had those for at least one other game too, maybe like Pathfinder or something. Yeah, so something. That was cool. How about you, Aaron? What was your favorite? Uh, So, yeah, I, I can't pick like a favorite favorite, but um, let's see, uh, something that I, I really enjoyed. We uh, we got to demo that uh, Eschaton game. Um, you guys uh, that okay. hadn't gotten to the... Uh, convention yet on that day uh, but you remember the one i'm talking about right yep yep so that was uh like you're a cult leader and you're trying to recruit a cult for like an elder god yeah so the end of the world is coming uh all the players <laughs> in the game are cult leaders and uh it's part deck building so you're like drawing in uh different uh types of people to be in your cult and you got like uh acolytes and uh um fanatics and stuff like that and they all have like different abilities different things that you know it they let you draw more cards they let you move more units um so part of it's deck building trying to build up your cult uh and then part of it is uh area control so you've got a game board and it's sort of like risk you throw down these little cubes that are like your your presence in various uh areas on the map and you can move them and uh kill other people's units and the goal is at the by the the end of the world, the end of the game, to have the most victory points, and that's when the uh, the Dark Lord will choose your cult to be the one that is not cleansed by fire. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a, a great theme. Uh, the artwork that was done on the the board and the the cards and everything was fantastic. Um, it definitely seems like it would take a while to play. Uh, I don't think hours, but. It, we we only got like three rounds in. I think we had demoed it for half an hour, so. Uh, but yeah, that that one was really neat. Yeah, that that seemed like a cool game. I'm sorry I did not get back over there at any point, unfortunately. Yeah. How about you, Kay? Um, I'd have to say my favorite thing was I got to see Patrick Rothfuss um do one of his shows. And then I also got something signed by him, and I, that wasn't directly involved in the games, but it was still pretty damn entertaining. Um, I also I played in a categories tournament, and I think like the room where that was was like classic cardboard, mm-hmm. 
and that that I think was my favorite thing of the whole show of just like oh my god like I want to play thirteen thirteen dead end drive again or um god I'm gonna blank but there were just so many games from like my childhood where it was like holy shit this game yeah uh that was a great room that was, and it was, it was like a library so you could just grab something sit on a table and play it like there was no costs no no you know like no i was gonna say like group you had to play with or something it was just like hey a bunch of friends hang out let's play this game uh that was that was neat uh do you see the uh tv at the front of that room where they had like the uh the video based board games yeah, the yeah, ones yeah, that yeah, used yeah. to come yeah. with like vhs tapes and whatnot yeah, and it, yeah that was uh, neat too i had um one of my favorite games as a kid was the nightmare and they had that there and i was just like holy shit like ah, i was freaking out it was did you guys see uh, downstairs the unpublished uh, lounge? I forget what the actual name of the room was, but they yeah. had a whole lot of no. unpublished games down there that you could play that were either like still trying was to that... get deals to get published or hadn't gotten published for some reason. Was that on like the first floor of the convention center? Yeah. So okay, the the layout was was interesting for the uh, the con. Like if you're on the first floor on the wrong side of that, that's where the Philly Marathon uh, <laughs> had a convention. So you were definitely in the wrong place. It's very yeah. We almost walked into that. Yeah, it's very obvious. And you're like, no, none of you look like board gamers. Yeah, that was kind of a little surreal. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a really good time, and uh, a, a lot more accessible than Boston. <laughs> yeah, was it? I assume it was nice to be able to go and then leave and like be home yeah. in between. <laughs> we, we we got home the first night and I, I just said to Kitty, I was like, this is weird. We went to PAX today and then now we're home <laughs> and we're going to go back tomorrow. I can sleep comfortably. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so we did end on a happy note. PAX Unplugged sounded like it was good. Yeah. Definitely worth checking out. If people are on the fence about it next year when it comes around, definitely give it a try. All right. Thanks for joining me, guys. We'll, we'll be back in two weeks. We've been Bottled Fuchsia. You can find all of our content at bottledfuchsia.com. Streams at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia. That's where the Extra Life stream will be. Yes. On uh, what date? What's the date that's happening? That is December 9th, starting at 8 a.m. There you go. Yeah. We will have a podcast on Wednesday the 6th, right before it. Right so. before it, yeah. That'll be number 50. Ooh. <gasps> so everyone think of your fun 50 things <laughs> to do. We should do like a retrospective, like a going back for previous years or something. No, let's just make it a clip show. We'll just do it like old sitcoms. Okay, yeah, if you okay. can just go oh, back God. and yeah. take clips from the past 49. It'll be no, Aaron, it's just, when she's just going to do like you and me making dumb noises into the mic <laughs> for like an hour. Yeah. And then Brady <laughs> going, <laughs> yep. Just gonna be 15 minutes of Nanner scratching his beard. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR. That's our that's our target market. I, our intro. It will still be my favorite intro. The Teddy Ruxpin to the ovaries. <laughs> Forgot about and that. Now that's my our God. outro for number 49. Great. <laughs> I don't remember where I was in this closer. We have videos out on the internet. Find <laughs> us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Go, See, as long got, as, uh, go watch our videos and no one explodes. So get to the internet.
without yeah. paying premiums for you know bottlefuchsia.com or youtube yeah. keep bottle fuching and no one dies <laughs> <laughs> we hope see you at podcast 50 everyone yeah, see ya see ya, see ya.